Happy New Year, Snow Jobs Nation. Episode 48 of the Snow Jobs Podcast, powered by Top Gun Backblades, is off and running. As always, I'm Steve. I'm the juice box guy. That's right, and you all know who my co-pilot is. He's here with me every week. Couldn't do it without him. The Rick James of Snow Management, Mr. Jeremy Lindstrom. One of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. <laughs> one of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Jeremy, Happy New Year, brother. What's Happy up? Happy New Year. Just uh, doing a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Got some salting in last night, right? Yesterday? Yeah, we've been kind of, I guess you can say we've been busy the last week or so. It's Christmas and up to now. Just some piddly shit, nothing major, but I guess we got out a few times, so I can't complain. Yeah. yeah. Anything's good at this point, right? You're not getting yeah. nothing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've put a lot of fucking salt down, that's for sure. So. <laughs> Any liquid? No, liquid doesn't work out there, right? Yeah, we put some liquid down. Some, did you? Yeah. Well, we did. It really worked well, honestly. Good. I love hearing it. That's great. Yeah, no, it looks great. So. Oh, all right. Well, guys, this is dropping New Year's Day. So first off, want to wish everybody out there in Snow Jobs Nation a happy and healthy New Year. All the best for you guys in 2024. We hope everybody out there had a great Christmas with your families, and hopefully at least some of us got some snow out there. What do we got today? We got a good one today, guys. We're going to do our second straight roundtable conversation episode today with a few good friends that are joining us. The holidays are always a hectic time. Trying to get two hosts and a guest scheduled to mesh up to do a company profile episode, that's hard enough under normal conditions. You throw in the holidays and uh, family obligations and you can pretty much forget it. So today we're just going to roll with another, you know, kick the ball around show and get everybody's take on different equipment, pros and cons, and our experiences with it. Joining us today to help us do that are Josh Putz Abrahamson from Valley Green in Fargo. Brandon Riley from LADC is back. He's in Minnesota. And Mitch the Ditch Mullert from From the Ground Up in Minnesota, also <laughs> here with us. So we're looking forward to this. We always have a great time with these guys. And, uh, you know, these, these three guys have all been playing the game a long time, and they all have impressive fleets of equipment. So I'm sure uh, – you know, they can all tell you what has worked for them and as well as, you know, what hasn't and why. You know, that's not to say, guys, that anything we talk about here is 100% fact. These are just snow pros giving our opinions based on our own experiences, as always. All right. And as we all know, what works for some is not going to work for others and vice versa. So as we always say, boys, just take what you can that works for you and throw the rest out. All right. So before we get to the boys, let's hear from Team Top Gun, and we'll do our weekend review back in 30. You should be proud of what you've built. You're a fantastic small business owner. You've become a relentless problem solver. You meticulously planned out your winter routes and estimated service times. You certainly know where all the manhole covers are. But for the first time in a long time, you've got a new dilemma on your hands. Do I go home early, or do I take on more sites and get that money? It's hard to say no to that extra fat paycheck. Since you added the new Top Gun backblade to your fleet, you're completing your whole route in nearly half the time. It's a good problem to have, but it's still a problem. What do I do? Longer coffee breaks? Call my mom? Quick snooze? Suddenly I've got options. Find us on Instagram at Top Gun Backblades or Google us. Welcome to Team Top Gun. All right, you guys, be we're proud back. Of what you've built. Oh, Jesus. You're a fantastic that? Again, that happened. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, kidding me? Are you kidding me with that? That's twice in two weeks. That button stuck. All right, guys. So we're back. Week in review. Last week, we dropped our Christmas Day episode with the guys from the Anthony group. You know, we had a great time just chatting with Anthony Mann, his son, Anthony David, and Frank Salvatoriello. 
We weren't looking to drop anything heavy on everyone for Christmas, guys. So uh, we all know what a busy day and week that is for everybody. So the guys just came on, had a good talk about Christmas storms, how we all deal with manpower on holidays, holiday issues, et cetera. You know, it was a good time. We want to thank those guys again for coming on with us. We also had Robert from Artie Outdoor with us, but his computer told him to fuck off after about 10 minutes. So that was unfortunate. But all in all, great conversation. We hope it helped a lot of you guys who uh, may be looking to kill some time while stuck at your in-laws during the holiday week there. What else? What else do we have last week? We are super happy to announce that Top Gun is currently taking and filling orders for their blades. All right. We're super, super happy to hear that. You know, those guys, unfortunately, had a delay in, you know, production after the tragic passing of uh, the creator of uh, the short iron blade, Jason Yonkers, back in October. But, you know, Rob and his team, they, they vowed to not give up and keep pushing to keep Jason's legacy alive. And I'm uh, happy to announce they are back up in producing, which is uh, just awesome news for Team Top Gun. Right, Jay? Yeah, it is. So if you guys have any interest in the Top Gun Blade, you know, go to TopGunBlades.com and order yours today before they're gone. They're doing a limited run this year. So, uh, you know, make sure you get yours if you got any interest in those. What else? Uh, As we can tell from all the buzz, you guys are all super pumped up for the upcoming episode with Josh Gomez of East Coast Facilities. You know, we want to thank you for all the questions you guys have sent in for us to ask Josh on the episode. You know, keep them coming, guys. He says nothing's off the table. You know, he's going to answer whatever we ask. So if you guys have questions for Josh, you know, make sure you get them to us. Get them to us on Instagram or email them to us at the Snow Jobs podcast at gmail.com. All right. So that that episode is going to be recording in the next few weeks, and we will su- uh, certainly keep everybody posted on uh, when we're dropping it. All right. Thank you, nice clowns. Dude, those are great. Aren't those, those are great, great videos? Those are great those are classic. I think he likes the clowns. I mean, he <laughs> does love clowns. You probably shouldn't watch, or you shouldn't listen. To <laughs> uh, he does. Uh, he does have uh, have very scary looking clowns sitting. Uh, very sad. But clowns uh, are scary. They are. Scary. They they definitely are. Uh, what else? Oh, guys, we love seeing all the pics you guys are sending in. You know, of uh, of you guys or your crews wearing Snow Jobs Nation merch. It's seriously kind of trippy for us. So. You know, whenever Winter decides to start visiting everybody, get us some cool pictures of your guys wearing Snow Jobs merch during the storm operations. You know, at the end of the winter, we're going to take f- the five best pictures that we think are, uh, you know, the top five, and uh, we're going to post them up and, you know, let you guys vote on them. Whichever picture is voted on by you guys is to be the coolest picture, you know, may get a little Snow Jobs Nation goodie box from us. So if you don't have the sweatshirts, hats, stickers, you know, et cetera, whatever you need, you know, get them and get us the picks for the chance to win more of it. You know, as always, you can find the merch on our website, thesnowjobspodcast.com, or at snowjobsnationstore.com. Jeremy, did I miss anything, buddy? No, it was kind of nice the uh, last couple of days. Some guys finally got some pushes in, so it was nice to see that going on. Yeah, you can tell. Like, I think we've been blowing up with DMs today of, like, reels and little uh, things, so guys Great. are happy to be out there scraping their inch. I love to see it. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Dude, at this point, an inch is a win. You know, yeah, take it. I mean, definitely. Whatever you can do to get out nowadays. I mean, yeah, it's great. Hopefully, they say the winter's supposed to turn around after the first. That's what they all these weather guys have been saying. So, hopefully, they're right. And everybody can get those plows on the ground and, and plow some white gold, you know, yep. start making it. It's definitely looking to be the case because, I mean, even our reports are changing now where we look to be, 
you know, having something possibly major coming up like the seventh, eighth, ninth time frame. So uh, I think uh, I think they're uh, they're right about that. Winter is coming, and even for Sean, possibly need me to fly out. Uh, it's possible. We'll see what how it develops. You know, if they're talking feet, you know, maybe Fuck. it's. Uh, I know. We'll see. I I, I would I love it if Sean got like three loaded. feet of snow. I even got a loader loader the other night. That was fun. I got to run the Volvo. They were short guys, so I was did I was um. I was going to ask you, did uh, Luke allow you to uh, hop in the XCMG for a while and try that out? He would have, but no, I didn't. I, I was, was, we were kind of scrambling, so it was a, what, 5 o'clock in the morning, snow came out of nowhere, or quit melting, and after, so we had to push it. So it was a scramble drill, so we did good. We hammered it on. see you out there. We always win. Yeah, I saw you out there teaching all the boys how the legend does it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. have to. Where was that, where that video was? Was that Menards? Oh, yeah, where we pushed the blades through? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. I, that, that's something you don't see every day. At least I don't. You know, uh, take the take the box off and push it through the uh, toll booth there. That's it's either that you know, bring 10-foot blades back there, or should we bring 17s and 19s? I, I'll no, go with 17s. It's brilliant. I, I think it's brilliant. I'm like, holy shit. Never would have thought of that. Yeah. That's great. All right. You got anything else, buddy? That's why I'm the best, so. That that is why you're the best, and I do not have that soundbite today. So you're you're lucky right now. Yeah, it sets you up, and then you just let it go, I dude. You I, I you know I don't I you know I don't I don't really have it. The, I uh, mean, we finally got some snow across parts of this country, so I mean, we got this one. Show me the money. That's right. That's all we got. But uh, all right, you got anything else, Jay? Or we'll uh, get into no, this with the boys. Let's roll it. All right, so let's hear from Muskox and Hilltip. We'll be back in sixty, gang. Hey guys, Steve here. We're always looking for ways to save on labor and increase safety for our people. Last year, I purchased a game-changing snowblower from my company that does just that. It's called the Muskox. Its patented back drag feature and design lets us get right up to our HOA garage doors and tight spots, clean them all right down to the pavement without scratching. This piece can also scrape hard pack going forward if you needed to. It's truly a dual threat blower. Give Muskox a call. Their staff are extremely knowledgeable and have been amazing with us. Muskox, snowblowers that backdrag. Hilltip's patented line of ice striker spreaders and spray striker sprayers are revolutionizing the winter services industry. Equipped with our H-Track system, contractors can see exactly how much material is being applied anywhere on a customer's property. Work sites can be geofenced and assigned to a controller so that the correct amount of material is always applied. A two-way GPRS communication channel allows for remote adjustment of a machine's settings from any device anywhere in the world. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. All right, gang, we are back. As always, thank you to Muskox and Hilltip. We could not do this without them, and we appreciate their support. So let's just do it. Let's get into this and welcome in Josh, Brandon, and Mitchell and get this thing kicking. Boys, how are you? How was your Christmas? Good. You? Everybody was good. Everybody was good. Wife was sick, but other than that, that was, uh, you know, it was a happy holiday. That's what I was going to say. Everyone out sick. Everybody <laughs> was sick. sick. Yeah. Like the whole country's sick. Sick, but I still went to work. I don't know. You know, half the country stays home when they're sick. I don't really have that option. No. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> how, was, how was your Christmas? Holidays were good. We got some rain and freezing rain over Christmas. So we had to work, but, you know, it's there you go. You know, you can't complain because uh, a lot of the country's dry. So. Yeah, absolutely. Did you get to use the uh, the new top secret? 
Uh, we swept some, yeah, and then we did a lot of salting. A uh, lot, lot of salting up here the last, oh, started Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day and kind of kept going on throughout the week. So, yeah, it's oh. kind of back and forth between sweep and slush and then de-icing. So. Good thing uh, salt is cheap out in Fargo to get. Good, good, good thing. What was it? Was our third year in a row working Christmas? I think it was yeah, third or fourth in a row. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's always going to snow on. Uh, well, it's not going to snow New Year's, but Super Bowl, Christmas. I mean, you no can pretty much mark it on the calendar. So, set your watch. Set your watch to it. All right, boys. Well, like I said, we're just going to talk about some equipment give our opinions and stuff anything we've learned over the years you know that's why we have you guys here so let's just start with basically what everybody wants to know about you know pusher boxes for loaders Let, we'll start with that because i don't have any big loaders you know you guys all do what is your what's your opinion what rank your top five brands from one to five arctic thank you yeah arctic uh, is arctic one two three and four for you and then five is yeah. distant one two three four <laughs> and then coming in at fifth the arctic all right anybody at mitchell what about you rank your uh rank your top three maybe whatever you think what are you what are you going with and why yeah we run uh <clears throat> it's kind of a tough one and two but we have uh the metal plus plows and then we have the arctics for our big loaders i don't really own any other plow for any of our large loaders or nor have I used any other plows. So those kind of been our two we've gone with and we, we like them both a lot. So obviously you got a completely different price point between the two, but they all, they both have their, uh, I guess their pros and cons. So, but that's, that's what we use. So, you know, do do you have a different price point anymore with the, the, the snow wing being so expensive? Like, I mean, isn't that kind of right in the realm of like the eight thirteen metal plus and the, uh, the 10, 12 snow wing are, I think they're pretty close. Oh, yeah. So they? as far as, yeah, mini loader plows, uh, or like our compact loaders. Yeah. They're the Arctic Razorback or what, I don't know what it's called on the, um, mini loaders, but snow wing, snow wing. Yep. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. So that and the metal plus, we don't have any of the Arctic ones of those, but yeah, I think they're priced the same. Um, when you get to the big loaders, obviously they don't have a snow wing for a big loader. So you're going from a wing plow yet. to, uh, yeah, not yet. <laughs> and you have, a. <laughs> big wing paw it's you know fifty thousand dollar price point versus an arctic and the twenty thousand dollar price point and they both have their places for sure but but uh mitchell was up here this week and he grabbed the broom from putts and he did tell me we're out for lunch that would you ever buy another metal plus for your compact loader the only time we would do oh for a compact loader no i don't think so our big loaders absolutely but i was sitting in a 321 with a 13 foot arctic this morning and if i had to hop in a loader any loader at the shop that's what i'd sit in is either a cat mini loader with a 13 foot arctic or the cases in there that's that's my go-to so yeah yeah he's he's getting getting what's uh and what's scraping better mitchell since you have both of them i i don't see a huge difference i guess i i like the carbide edge on the metal plus is just how long they've lasted i have some of them going on five years, I think, and never replaced an edge. But I think they're an extremely comparable scrape. So, yeah. Are you noticing chips in your carbide though? I uh, like on yeah, little like on the edges, very edges. There's little chips, but nothing that has caused like the snail trails or anything. Which we've even when we ran carbide edges on our Arctic's, we saw those snail trails form on the edges of the carbide edge. You know what I mean? Between edge to edge, you 
Mm -hmm. end up with that little snail trail. So we just run flame hardened edges instead. And that kind of solved that. So, yeah. Gotcha. Have you, so you've never run anything but an Arctic and a plus. We we actually did uh, my first mini loader. I got, we ran a cage with that LBK design, which is like a, got a slack adjuster, like a flex coupler in it. And for, what it was, okay. it was worked great. No zero complaints from that on a mini loader, just not near as efficient as the Arctics or the Metal Pluses. So, sure. Yep. We do a lot of banks. Yeah, cool. So, getting in, uh, that's the one thing I will say with the Metal Pluses, getting into bank, eight foot bank lanes is super ideal. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about you, Brandon? We started off with uh, the Avalanches and the Daniels, okay. uh, 14, 16s, 18s on our Cat 930s. Uh, mixture of rubber edge mixed with steel edges just kind of depends. Some of the Daniels were mixed, some were rubber, some were steel. Um, and then 2010, we bought our first Arctic, and that was on our 644, just to try it out. Obviously, this at that time the plow was like three times the cost of any other plow. Sure. Yep. And then after we started running that thing, we switched our entire fleet over to the Arctics. Uh, so all the big loaders got Arctics, all the compact loaders got Arctics, and so did all of our skid steers. So everything from, I mean, we never ran 15s, um, even like on the compacts. It just didn't make sense. Just if you look at parking lots, unless it was like wide open, it just mm-hmm. 12, a 10 and a, a 13 is like the perfect mix of yeah. what you need for anywhere from a, a six to a 10 acre lot. You can, you can nail out a lot with those two size pushers. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't have any experience with any other push boxes besides those on big loaders or even compacts for that matter. All right. I ran, you know, obviously Arctic's uh, a little, couple times Metal Plus, not much. Um, I ran Avalanche, Protex, and the what, rubber tire. We got that too. So who was the who was the one wolves. that uh... we, got, we got wolves? We got wolves and cages and yeah, we've I've ran about everything too. So. Which one's the one that has like the truck on the side? It says. I think it's plowable or something. It's like pushing the word across. I don't know. Push back. Maybe it was how the avalanche was logoed back in the day. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but I don't sure. know. I'm not actually familiar with the avalanche. I don't even know if they make them anymore. I didn't think it bought Do they still make Protec? I'm not seeing any Protex out there, like, period. Like, in the last two years, like, nobody's pushing Protex. You guys still see them around? In my area, I don't see them. I see old ones. Lots of yeah. old ones. Well, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. I see reels of guys running new ones. Um, really? Instagram. Yeah, yeah, there's one guys running open dump sites. You know, and it's well, it's like ever since they they added <clears throat> the Metal Plus Live Edge, they started popping up in more reels because I was, I mean, it was a cool concept to add to a cheap plow that sure. made it comparable to the Live Box, and obviously it's not the same as an Arctic, it's not the same as a Live Box, but it it gave a decent scrape. It's given the same Live Edge scrape as. I think it's more easy. Yeah, it might be, it might be, but like I said, I'm not, I'm not seeing a ton of them around anymore. And the ones I do see, like Brandon said, are old. I'd be curious seeing new ones out there is, you know, looking, you know, if a live box matches uh, an Arctic, but you know, they're, I think they're within each other about a thousand bucks, 1200 bucks, whatever, between the two of them. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious to see where the ProTech lands, you know, in terms of getting a live edge on the big size pusher out of those three plows, how much are you saving by going with the ProTech? Yeah, I don't know. They're they're one of those things where they don't list prices. Like I did a bunch of jumping around last night trying to find prices on different things so we could break these things into price classes. And 
you know, good, good luck getting any prices on websites from Douglas Dynamics companies. You know, they don't post anything because each dealer will charge what, what they want. So I couldn't find anything on like the Boss LDRs or the um, uh, the Western Pile Driver. I couldn't find any pricing on on those. But let's run a few uh, different blades. Yeah, what do you got, Putsy? We just got Arctic and uh, well, Arctic and all of our loaders and mini loaders, and then uh, I got two metal pluses on some like fifty one twenty five tractors. Um, We've ran I've, snow walls on our mini loaders, but they didn't scrape. Like if you didn't get a uh, got into like an apartment building where the ground wasn't kind of flat you know it was sloped they uh they won't scrape very good so mm-hmm. we got rid of the snow wolves those are the quattros yeah they were quattros yeah quattros. They were, i don't know about them they were used from germany i guess uh, i don't know how big they were maybe uh, 114 i think they were. yeah mm-hmm. but they were just they didn't, they didn't get into that contour like an arctic or or a metal plus or whatever kind if you get to some different contours at least you can still cut pretty good whereas that sure. thing was eating so much snow that it wasn't doing a good job. Yeah, you're just scraping the crown and leaving whatever else is behind. Yeah. yeah. He's had metal plus issues too, haven't you? <laughs> Our, we, we've had one for, I think, four or five years. And same as Mitch said, I mean, we haven't put in a set of edges on it yet. Uh, the edges last forever, whereas in Arctic, you're doing them a couple times a season, you know. And then but we just got do those side shoes. What's that? Once those side shoes go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I just got another metal plus, and yeah, that one. It had some issues out of the box, but that's like anything nowadays. I mean, you buy anything brand new, it seems like something's always leaking or, you know. Sure. COVID built. COVID built. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I don't know. They got every excuse under the sun. But overall, I mean, they both got their kind of time and place. You couldn't put an Arctic on that 5125 and and kind of do what you want to do with it just because uh, you wouldn't be able to angle with it and stuff like that. So, um, you know. Uh, they both got their time in place. So, Josh, the metal pluses that you have on those tractors are those the correct me if I'm wrong, like Agrimax? Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Boy, it's I don't. Mitch, is it the same as what you got? Yep, or? They're an Agrimax. Yep, they Max. are. And Brandon, is that the one that you had last year that was dumping 55 gallons of hydraulic fluid all over the place? I mean, Agrimax are going to be your tractors. I don't know what tractor you're, you're talking to. Five, five series, so we're running on the 4066SRs of the small. The small ones, the okay. uh, smaller mole board. But yeah, they were the couplers or not the couplers, the fittings everywhere were just they never stayed tight. You can you could you could tighten them over and over and over again and they would just loosen back up after a couple rattles and hmm. yeah, using tons of hydraulics. Really it was lots Interesting. Of yeah. All right. Yeah. The snow wolves there. Has anybody used their their newer one, the one that like is supposed to be competing with the Metal Plus and the Arctic? Uh, oh, the Freedom. Yeah, Freedom? yeah, the Freedom. Anybody tested one or ran one at all? I told them I would test them, but I didn't see one show up here yet. So. <laughs> they don't want that on video. <laughs> I don't know. There's some running around the cities, but I don't know. Yeah, I saw them at shows, but I've never yet to see one. I've not seen them post reels or posts or anything. Maybe it's just me not seeing them, but I've not seen one ever i think i, I, I feel like i would, I would hate there. to be a plow manufacturer because as you like you know you talked about like a tier system in plows like you have sure. in my opinion you have you have arctic and metal plus which are like the kings right tier one yep and then you you drop down and you're like okay now how do you compete if, if i'm going to spend 25 35 40 thousand dollars to go to a snow wolf over the metal plus i mean most people are just going to look at that price i don't and i have no idea what the snow wolf costs. 
But, but, same, no. but I okay. think they're comparable. I think I that think, Freedom Series is comparable. Yeah. You're going to look at it and go, well, I'm going to go with the one that's got the proven record versus the newbie. It's it's kind of like when I when people ask about like the L85, like, do you love the Bobcat L85? I'm like, it's a nice loader, but the price point shouldn't match John Deere uh, 324. It shouldn't match a Cat 908. I mean, it's a Gen 2 in our market. Like, it should be more comparable to like a Kubota R630. Because that's realistically what it yes, is. Airbone, that's what it is. Yep. It's not high and it doesn't have all the comfort features. Um, and so same goes for like the plows. Like these, there's like the, I don't know, the life of them that has given them this, holy crap, there's a freaking, you know, Metal Plus Mafia that is crazy that, yeah, Definitely. they're just going to choose a Metal Plus every time over anyone else. They're not going to give time and day to anyone else that makes a wing plow. I yeah. Don't think. I, I, the, and I, I think that like, the tier one tier two thing like they're arctic and metal plus are definitely what i would call the tier one plows but they're also tier one priced you know they're off the charts so if you're on a budget uh you know or you're trying to scale and maybe you know money is tight to, to make that next step that next that next leap you know one of those tier ones might not be in your in your budget for that year so what would you guys for a loader pusher if they if a guy oh. can't afford an arctic or a metal plus what would the three, what would your, actually the four of you, what would your recommendation be for, you know, I don't want to call everybody else a tier two plow, but that's basically what you are. You're going to have cheaper costs and, uh, you know, maybe not as good a scrape or, or durability. Yeah. What are you, uh, what are you looking for a box? Yeah. Or you looking oh, for an angle? That's, I was going to ask. This whatever, <laughs> whatever. What would a, what would a good step be to recommend to guys out there that are maybe looking to make that next leap with a loader? And uh, and maybe don't have the budget to afford a metal plus or an article. Yeah, I, I'd probably jump one of those like boss plows, yeah. like a cheap boss box. I was gonna plow. say like, I, I don't kind of had forgotten the LDR. First, yeah, when I first started, I actually kind of first year we ever went to run in a big loader was another business in town kind of had handed off their snow removal to us, and we started with a ProTech, um, like a twelve foot rubber edge ProTech. Halfway through winter, you know, you see the Arctic's and the bosses have their kind of thing. I was like, Oh, that's a, it's pretty comparable. That's, you know, found a good deal on marketplace, picked it up. That was like a four storm unit for us. Cause it just didn't do what the Arctic, you know, what we wanted, but it was a really good, you're talking about the pro. Uh, no, so the, the pro tech was like, I would call like a tier three, like a tier two would be like the boss plow. Like it was just funny how we stair stepped okay. up to an Arctic, but the boss price point was, it was pretty good. I mean, it flexes a little bit. It's got some contour to it. It, I mean, I can't say I loved it by any means, but price point wise, I definitely think that's like a probably half the price of a Arctic, I would guess, I think. And I think you're I think you're right. Yeah. And then like the thing with ProTech too is they did have that fusion edge, not the live edge, but the fusion edge, which is like a metal infused rubber cutting edge. It was supposed to be a little better than just a rubber edge. So that's probably mm -hmm. in that like tier two you know, area two, it's like a step up from just a straight rubber edge. And there's a guy in town that runs one. And like this morning when we were plowing it, as stuff was melting when the sun came out or like when it got daylight out and he was scraping pretty good with that fusion edge pro tech too. So, okay. yeah. What about you, Putsy? Yeah, I don't really have any experience. I mean, I've seen guys in town running the uh, boss, you know, pushers on their loaders, but I don't, you know, other than like an Arctic or a wolf, I really don't have any experience on other, you know, brands or products out there. So, all right, no problem. Has anybody ever used or heard anything about the Western Pile Driver with that trace edge? 
technology that they had the last, I think, two years ago it came out. Is 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 that like their Live Edge one that just That's came out? That's their Live Edge on their push box for the loaders. I know someone that has much Western one. No, no, no Westerns around there? Okay. There's no, a lot of Westerns around here. here. I gotcha. Yeah, they don't really have much of a market share around here. It's usually it's boss bosses yeah. around here. So. I mean, the Western pile drivers is is big, is the same thing as the Snow X, whatever the hell they call their thing. It's literally identical, painted a different color. So I mean, it's a D and D product, so it does the same thing. But uh, like I don't know. I've heard that they're just as good as an Arctic. I, I have heard that statement, oh, uttered, but that. they are not. You know, it, you uh, never pushed with somebody an said an AMI like is that. just like an Arctic too. I, I heard that too. An AMI is just <laughs> same as an yeah, Arctic. Was, like, fuck, that was a joke. Dustin, one of the most classic lines. I, that that's got to be one of the top five lines for the the first year of this podcast. That'll definitely go in the top five. Oh, uh, you're out of your mind! Oh, yeah, God, is. that was a great one. All right, so let's then let's just move over to skids. Then, obviously, again, you got your tier one for Arctic uh, and Metal Plus. But I mean, I've heard people. I think you know. I've heard people say that they're not going to put, you know, metal pluses on their skids. They they they're good for loaders, but they don't particularly love them. And I've heard other people say that they they do love them on the skids. I mean, what are you what's your guys' feelings about metal plus on on skids since you guys all run them? I think if you're going to do it on a skid, skid, you can't do the live edge um, just because of how tall they are. I've like ones okay. I've seen are the people that end up not liking them I think are the ones that go with a live edge and you have to raise your boom arms up to even like use it it's not like just a drop and go like an arctic you know on a skid or a cage or something so I think uh, I know a couple guys that run they via sighted that like black and silver plow that's like a standard edge super good price point yep I, I I mean that's from I don't own one for a skid but from what I've seen I think if you're gonna put one on a skid you that live edge just requires a better operator. It's not a drop on the ground and go, but I don't know. We we run the the live box. Though. Oh yeah, yeah you get the live box. That. Yep, that's, that's that's very similar to an Arctic where yep. you can just basically anyone can do it. You just drop that thing down and yep. go. Brandon, what's the price point? You have live boxes too? Yeah, so they they're within eight. To, depending on your dealer, depending where you are, between eight hundred and twelve hundred bucks difference between the two. Okay. Sometimes and you, what's the, your opinion on on the Arctic versus the Live Box? I mean, what what's more durable? What's what's better investment for your money? So I love the fact I I love buying a finished product like comes with the carbide edges, comes with the upgrades. Like I I, I hate outsourcing things after the fact. You know, like basically, I mean, yeah, I could build a custom truck. But I just want to buy the thing with everything on it that I want right off the bat. I so I do love that the live box comes straight with carbide edges right off the you know from the factory. Okay. The shoes wear pretty fast. They're just as expensive as an Arctic. I've heard that. Um, Outdoor Pride said that the shoes wear really yeah. fast. Yep, they wear team up with fast. I need to team up with winter equipment. equipment now makes one for them, which is nice. Mm-hmm. These manufacturers need to team up with winter equipment. They just—I don't know why they're—they're. They're, I don't know why they're so resistive to to doing it. Like I, I think Arctic should do it too. I've told them that. Well, so Metal Plus is though. They're. I mean, so they're at least they're more cooperative with with winter equipment. They're willing to sh- share designs and and get things so the products made properly. Like that new. Um, I think they just released it in 2024. Or tomorrow they will release officially the. Uh, 
uh, live box shoe system, which is the Modus system that they have for Arctic, the same for the live boxes. Um, and they, I guess, Metal Plus kind of worked with them through that whole process. They've been yeah. a game changer for Arctic. Game changer. We put them on yeah. every Arctic. I mean, we don't have to touch those shoes. We haven't price scares everyone, but it's the winter equipment they're, stuff. They're, they're pricey. Yeah. They're pricey. Yeah. They're pricey, but they are. But everything but, is. But yeah. you're buying an expensive plow off the, you know, already, right? And then, okay, so you go, you're going to buy that plow, you know, putting carbide edges. Okay, so you can buy standard uh, Arctic edges for like, I think they're going for like 80 bucks a, a piece now. So if you want true carbide, carbide insert, you're looking at like 300, 315. Maybe you can get a deal down to 285 someplace. Um, but it's just, you know, like you don't have to source any of that with the live box. It's it's there. It's it's coming with the insert. It's done, you know, at that price point of, let, let's say, okay, going back a couple of years ago when we bought, you know, it was $10,000, right, for a 12-footer. Uh, a mm-hmm. Same for an Arctic, right? But now I have to go buy the carbides for another thousand dollars for the plow or whatever you know 1200 bucks into that plow where this so now the price kind of equals itself out when you're looking at that kind of thing and i know a lot of guys just don't care won't run carbides think it's not worth the money so worth the money worth the investment in the long run um when you're you know sick of changing shit in the middle of the field middle of winter freezing cold yeah i mean just worth it in the end um but yeah i've we used them we, we pair them together so like on big places, we'd have like an Arctic mixed with a metal plus and basically we'd use the metal plus for ram and piles. And then finally got a huge shipment of limiters um, in our local dealer. And I was like, yes, we will take those. And then we, you know, now they're using the Arctic's the same way they use the metal plus where they can actually get in and push those piles back without having the metal plus to help out. Hmm. Okay. And it's another thing you have to purchase for the plow, but it, in the end it saves on the blocks. It saves on, you know, everything with that plow. So you're thinking, in your opinion, right out of the box, if you're uh, a live box versus an Arctic, you're going with a live box because it's a more finished product. No, I'm going with an Arctic. But <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, you're, you just made a 10-minute argument for the contrary. So I don't Because well, what the fuck did we just do that for then? This is what we've learned. You know, so we've been running them since 2010, right? So it's like what we've learned over the time. If you're looking at a budget and a number, like a guy, so because it takes a little bit to teach a guy how to run Arctic. Is it hard? No, but you can put anyone on a live box and they can ram a pile. They can stick to their traditional bad habits and they can plow a lot, no problem. Okay. If you put anyone into the the same system with the Arctic, you're gonna have broken blocks. And now blocks are not cheap. Oh fuck. You know, so it's like I mean, yes, I would still buy an Arctic today because we know how to work on them. We know everything about them. Simple. Yeah. And it's, you know, we know all the little kinks, all the little tricks, things to get things done where if I wasn't, if I was new and I had to pick between the two, I guess, let's say I didn't know anything about them. I'd probably choose the metal plus live box. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Now that you just brought it around full circle. Now, now I understand you're, you're talking to the guy that doesn't own either and he's got to make a decision. I want, got it, yes. but you're still buying an Arctic. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about you putts? Yeah. We've ran on our skids either. Arctics or uh, snow wolves, and I've I ran one of those snow X speed wings or whatever too. We're all Arctics now. Got rid of the snow wolf, or we we do some pushing for glacier, and we were running a snow wolf on one of their uh, accounts, and finally got them talked into getting an Arctic on that one because uh, <laughs> I don't know. We were just that machine sits out uh, in a storage unit, and then you're trying to hook up hydraulics. Uh, you know, we can't. We have to unhook the attachment at the end of the push. And then uh, put it in a storage unit, not at our heated shop, and then going to hook up hydraulics in the middle of 
uh, of a storm when it's cold. Oh, yeah. It sucked, you know. Um, the wolf on the skid worked good uh, compared to, like, the the loader-style one. But, uh, yeah, we're all Arctics now on the skid steers, and it's, I don't know. For us, it's kind of like brand and it's simplicity. We know, you know, we stock the edges and the rubbers. I mean, if a guy breaks a rubber out in the field, we can go switch it out. Don't have to come back to the shop. Um, it's not a big deal. Um, but, uh, there's like you say, there's more durable options out there. But for us, it works great, you know, so – um, and that snow X awesome. speedwing, I had that. We ran it for a couple seasons, but it's not a durable. It's not a durable plow. I mean, we. It's the one with the cables where you angle it, and then the wing kind of goes back, and you angle it the other way. Okay, it's, so it's like a Western uh, prodigy, basically. You angle it, yeah. and the wings move where you're angling it. Yeah, you know? the wings okay. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it angles side to side, and that's all you got to worry about. And then the wings kind of follow yep. it. But like yeah, show. it's. I mean, it's good maybe for a guy getting into the business, but it's not good for like long-term durability. Um, What's the not, price point difference though between like? Well, you know, I that bought that one quite a while ago, and it was kind of a blowout sale. But I mean, I'm sure it's half price. So yeah, of, uh, of an Arctic. So so yeah, I mean, it's definitely cheaper. But I mean, then you start breaking it, and you're fi- once that thing's broke, you're done for the push. I mean, yeah. you ain't gonna fix cables uh, at three in the morning, you know. So. <laughs> Well, that, that is the downside. That cylinder, when we talked to our, like, cause, uh, you had this, you said the Snow X one, right? Where, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we were talking to the dealer around here, he said, you, you kink that, you're done. This, yeah. This plow is completely worthless. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a win. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we do. We do. We left the wolf over there. Too, we still got yeah, a wolf. Yeah, for we, a backup, we, we just but... left, we leave it at the, so if you needed an angle or something, he could switch it in and out if he wanted to. So, the I mean, the wolves have been good for you, Jay. I mean, what, yeah, I mean, the, for what we, they are, we yeah, we run quite a few quattros, and a lot of our, I mean, all of our, well, pretty much all the subs that have skids have them on, and you know, they do the job we need them to do. You know, they they do all the detail stuff, and yep. Uh, I guess who said it the other day was that you, Mitchell, when you were here, you had a guy that that said the skids are like. The weed whacker of uh, of uh, fucking sewing oh, yeah. They just do yeah, all the was, I don't know. We had some guy kind of, coming in for training, and it kind of was. It makes sense. It, it makes this sense. This guy, so I don't think, think was ever bought sewing in his life, and he's you know talking all big and but great, great guy. Not knocking him at all, but he's like, yeah, it, you know, I just got to be the weed whacker of the lawnmower or something. And I was like, a snowmobile. I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. That's that's pretty spot on with the guy in the skid loader. <laughs> really, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we tell our guys. If I see your skid pushing pushing to the pile, you're you're in fucking trouble. Yeah, our our you don't need to be pushing the pile. Yeah, our notorious that's thing is we run cages on our skids, and the loader guys, if they see them pushing, I'll just make them take the box off, and they push her right in the snow pile, just make it disappear, <laughs> <laughs> and they can't hook up. Their- <laughs> so, now, now that's something. I'm glad you brought that up, Mitchell, because that that's something we hear time and time again that guys that have the cage plows for a skid love them. And they, for the most part, we haven't heard of any issues. Like they seem pretty durable. The only, the only thing we have heard that is once you tweak that box, even a little bit, if, if you rack it, you hit something hard on a corner and it racks it a little bit. That's a problem. Yeah. No, cause it won't, Mike, it won't. No, so. it's not Jay. I don't know. We had like three of them there. Our guys beat the <laughs> shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Like I said, I don't run them. I don't know them. That's just what I've heard. 
uh, from I think two guys actually told told me the the box when you tweak it it becomes an issue. No, we have but, fucking uh, no. the side shoes would be side plates would be bent up and shit. They hit curves and stuff. And, all right, great. Yeah, we've had the well, ones all the help. way since their Gen One, like when it was called uh, Quick Attach or something. It wasn't even Cage yet before I think their patent must okay. have cleared or something. And so we've had them since forever. And I mean, they, we've beat the crap out of the only thing we've ever had issues with. Um, and you know, when I bought them, I was like, all right, I'm gonna have every part on hand in case something does happen. And we've done the flat face couplers with, well, that's anything hydraulic. I mean, that's just how it is. So flat face couplers, otherwise, I mean, we've hit shit. We've never bent one and my guys are as hard as hard gets on stuff. I feel like, and my loader guys will push the box into a pile as a joke and they've never tweaked. So the only thing they have going for them is That's they great. have the proprietary, like their cage polyurethane sides that you can buy like sheets of it if you want to, but they charge you out the ass for those. Polyurethane. Oh, those are terrible. Yeah, that is the, that is, those. but that's the same with those quattros though. They're poly stuff. They, yeah. they get their, their floating wing sides or whatever it is. So it's anything, but I, yeah, we've never switched from cages. I think we just bought our 12th one this year and we zero complaints. So they're just, and their price point is is pretty good, right? Really good. Their, their price point on we those? were picking them up a little over seven grand, I think. Don't quote me; that might have been before tax or something. Yeah, we I bought think a couple, it, but yeah. Like I think uh, the one thing I do like about the cages is that you can go on the website and get pricing. So, like I think last night when I looked up, uh, I think it was an eight. It was either an eight or a ten. Was like eighty nine hundred. So I mean, it was cage. Yeah, That's really reasonable because. Yeah, they're not even that. Well, yeah. That's their MSRP. Their dealers, like I said, I don't think I paid more than eight with tax. I could almost bet on that. Wow. So that's yeah, the price. That's way so for the so for a guy starting out, maybe has a skid or two, and he's looking for a good alternative. You know, that cage system might might do really well for him. Yeah, with the price points. Is that, that yeah, I've seen some of their videos on Facebook or Instagram and stuff. And, is that the whole new the system where they it like clamps and that's a tip over? Nope. Or so that's their that's that their original like roll into it. That hydraulic system is for like ag tractors or loaders that have like a third okay. valve. Maybe they offer it for the skid, yep. but I that my price was for like the still tip down or whatever. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, because we look, we're looking at a new like a bigger ag tractor, like a three hundred horse tractor for our big blower, and we were just gonna do that cage on the front with the hydraulic clips but i want to say it was like only like 14 grand for one of those like on a big tractor so i really yeah no no way. they it i think it was like 14 or 15 grand for one for like a 7310 once again i'll probably, I was I'll probably get caught being wrong but i i'm almost positive i know it was <laughs> it was a no-brainer it was half it was less than half a metal plus easily so wow yeah. i was when i was when we priced out our six uh uh, John Deere 4066Rs uh, before we got the metal pluses. We priced them out for, you know, the, what was it? I think it might have been the Quattro with the snowplow. But the mount, with the with the mount for the tractor, it made it just as much as a freaking metal plus. Oh, yeah. These the were, this goes on the front three point, so it's not anything. It's oh. not that saddle or whatever they call it. The tractor had a okay. front yep. three point. The underbelly and all that. Oh yeah, the belly mount. No. Yeah, this. Yeah, it, I, it blew my mind. I was like, no way. Uh-uh. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I got you. When you're talking about those cage plans, obviously Snowwolf makes one the fast attach, and I just looked it up. You can like you can get one for thirty nine hundred bucks. Okay. Brand. Yeah. So and I just obviously those it's a similar to a cage plow. Um, it's just the Snowwolf version. 
And obviously, okay. I think that's their smallest size. So I think that's like an eight footer. Let's see, get details below. I have you get... used one of the Snow Wolf ones? Can you speak yeah. to it? Yeah, we have three. We've had them for a mm, long time before, okay. they, before they changed their logo. Durable? Uh, for I mean, for a guy starting out that's on a budget? Y- yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, they edges. They, um, I don't know how, I don't have any cages, but we do have uh, five of these Snow Wolves. And the nice part is the part that holds the sides is completely adjustable and replaceable. So all it is is basically angle iron with bolt holes. So like if you do tweak it, you just buy new angle iron and fucking put it back together. Right. I mean, it's super simple. Cool. In terms of maintenance. But yeah, we similar. I mean, I haven't had guys push it into piles. I've had them get buried somehow from city plow trucks. Yep. But they've, yeah, over the years, I mean, mine are, I want to say, at least eight years old, if not 10. And, you know, the only thing we've ever had to do is maybe do new hydraulic couplers fittings right. and that's it. Mitchell, did you have something else about the Yeah, cage I just there? looked up on their website too, because they have pricing and yeah, three point mount front 12 foot with that hydraulic attachment is uh 15,900 bucks. And that's their website. MSRP. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. not bad. I was, I was spot on. So I wasn't. Yeah. Yep, not bad. Not that's a, there's a first time for everything. Yeah, yeah there is. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, so that's good. So for skid steers, you know, guys starting out, we've talked to a lot of people that love the cages. Uh, you know, they're uh, – what do you think, Jay? I mean, Dustin's got a bunch of cages, right? Yeah. No, like cage he loves great, them. Cage makes a great ball. Really I mean, really guys like the Vernigs, too. I think I got Vernigs. See, we don't, Vernig is not a thing here. We don't have, I think I've seen one Vernig in all the years, you know, we've been doing this here. Nobody yeah, has a lot of them. It's a, it's a Minnesota a company. So I think we see a lot of them for that reason. Sure. But also like, They're I think they make heavy. like a little, uh, the, before we had the Arctics, that's what we had. We had uh, like 60 of these Verning uh, box plows. And after we were sold on them until they were this you know, new thing. Great because they're, they were like the first one to kind of have a side that rose up when you go over a curve, it kind of slid up. Um, great idea, but was terrible. Uh, first snowstorm buckled all of them. They all tweaked and broke. So then we had to cut all the sides off and put rubber down. Um, but then also their rubber edge plow. So on commercial rubber is not ideal, um, obviously for many reasons. So that's when we, we switched our entire fleet over to Arctic right after that, just because we, I mean, a guy would plow, it looked great. It would melt and then it would flash freeze right behind him. Yeah, that's no good. Uh, but like for residential, they are phenomenal because they're rubber edges. So if you're sick of freaking doing turf repair, just go buy a fucking verning for your townhome because the rubber edge just glides over the grass, never causes damage. It's awesome. Well, or if you have some of these up, upper scale townhomes and condos that require you to have non-scratching. Oh, they yeah, yeah. want metal edges on the driveways and stuff. Yep. That's big. And that's and also make like a wing plow too. That's I think pretty cheap too. I, I What I is know. the cage in the snow wolf? Is that that's steel edge blades yeah. on the actual blade? Uh, steel and okay, so it is steel, steel and poly. We run half and half. So Okay. Yep. And the poly lasts forever. So you, you can get poly for yep, it. Yep. And it's it's I don't know how they do it, but they last forever. So yeah, how do they scrape off? This is good. Somehow, I don't know. My guys, we have half and oh, half. Yeah. They love them, so it's a really thick. All right, poly edge, but the poly on the shoes don't last. They burn. Oh no! Every them. time you do a cutting edge, you're doing your six or eight hundred dollar sides. So yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have those anymore. We have steel. Yep. Yeah. 
Is that on townhomes or is that on commercial lots with those polys? Both. It was it when I think we we bought a batch like four of them a couple of years ago and somebody had backed out on them that wanted the poly and they gave us the steel edge and the poly for the same price and they came with the poly on it. We ran them and we still haven't replaced them. I think we maybe replaced one, but they've lasted three, two, three seasons. So five to eight hundred hours I bet on their poly edge. So. Just all yeah, our commercial lots really and stuff. Good. They just they don't wear out. Like I said, I don't know what it is, but they're they're nice. So they've worked well. Oh shit! Yeah, first I've heard. They're like they're probably two inches thick. All right, better. So the edges, but well, that's good. That's another point for Cage then. So I I think we're pretty much good with that. We're all happy if a guy's starting out on a budget with a skid or two. Cage is a good way to go. Price point and versatility. Cage wolf burning. Cage wolf, snow wolf, fast hatch stuff, stuff like that, or the uh, quattro. the quattro, the the quattro is what price point? Like I've never bought a quattro. Like it's what are they running? They're, they're getting up there pretty good right now. Oh, yeah, they're probably, they were, yeah, they weren't that bad. I think they're fourteen. They're over ten. Yeah. Yeah. What are the downsides for you guys that use the quattros? Like, what are the? I, I know I've heard, you know, more times than than not from Jeremy about the hydraulic cylinder problems uh on the wings but like what are the drawbacks to the wolf to the quattros honestly go ahead the wing the 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 wing cylinders they're so small but they're so fucking expensive yeah they break constantly we've had come come out of package you can pull the fucking yoke right out of the cylinders but Hmm. we start taking them apart when they break and we weld them inside and they're stronger than they are fucking new. I think so. Yeah. I don't want to say like build quality, but it's, it's almost like when you look at like an Arctic or a metal plus, or even an HLA, like they overthink these, these push boxes and push or even angle plows and, and wing plows. And they like, everything is just beefier. It's crazy. That's another one. The HLA that, that I saw the first one I've ever seen at at equip. And that thing was beefy as mm-hmm. all hell. They're super heavy. Super heavy. Do you know the price point on those? I know James Doyle, right, Jeremy? Doesn't James Doyle have one? Doyle runs them. Yeah, HLA, AMI, they're all the same company. They're, they're, oh, really? They're all right, I didn't realize that. Our yeah. tender... So it's basically an Arctic is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Definitely not same, saying that. Same thing. Our, our, same thing. Our 10 to 12 or 10 to 13 on our tractor... We had to buy, so I'm not going to include the mount on the price, but just for the plow, for the 10 to 12, 10, 13, I don't know how they structured mm-hmm. stuff, but it was 9,900. That's the HLA. Oh, and that was two years ago. Okay. So and, and the one thing I'll give them over the Metal Plus, their curb stop is like putting a fucking bollard on the side of your plow. Yeah, they're big. Really? It is and it, it doesn't wear down. I don't know what this thing's made out of, but it is, you know, it's, it's, it's like this and it sits on, on both sides of this, of uh, this wing plow and our guys can ride the curb line and, and just have no issues where our, our metal plus our Edgar maxes, those sides wore down like butter. I mean, one, like one plow, one event, a guy was just cleaning walks and it's like, Oh, your entire shoe side is shot and screwed up now. Hmm. And, and now metal plus, Conveniently, you can buy a curb stop, you know, convenient that doesn't come with it, but it might come with it now. (laughs) All right. So HLA is another option then. You said nine? You think it's nine grand? Nine hundred. All right. So 10 grand. So, I mean, that's 
That's they even another option heavy. for guys. They make it heavy, Paul, that's for sure. Yeah. It was very heavy. The one me, Sean, and Robert were looking at it equipped was like, holy crap. And everything was, the thing I noticed on the back with them that impressed me a little bit, and I meant to find out a little bit more about them, was everything's protected on the back of the plow. Like, all their couplings have, like, a shield, basically. They're all, you know, they're all recessed somewhere where, you know, I don't know. It just, it, it looked very smartly designed. I was impressed with the design and the uh, the build. The build quality is fantastic. Yeah. It yeah. Makes, is it a metal plus? The live edge is nowhere near the same. Doesn't you know ours didn't come with no, hard. but for that but, price point, it doesn't have to be. But it, you're, for, not, you're not comparing apples to apples. At the nine thousand nine hundred, it did come with the live edge. That was with the there there. It looks just like the I think. Cage. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay, it, it had the similar. You know, they're like little twelve foot section or twelve inch sections, and they're I mean they're tiny little things yeah and you get a pebble in it and it eliminates the uh yeah, the, it, they do get stuck <laughs> yeah but um, they don't but, they, they they stick stick up and stick because that AMI they do contour, I mean, obviously not the same but for yeah for nine thousand dollars it's kind of it's it's not bad it's not something to look into but it is you i ours came with jrb hooks on it and there's no way i would put that like on an eight thousand pound skid it would just tip the thing that through. that was my question is this more for a compact loader the hla or is that do they make them for skids as well they make them for skids too this one was on a, a 5075e tractor okay so we didn't have any issues with it lifting and you know just you didn't even notice but on the skid i could just see you know if you lifted that thing all the way up you would just come all just come down i tell you i tell you arctic they stepped their game up too on their, a lot of their frames holy shit I got some a couple 19 footers last year, and I got another 19 this year. It's a whole different frame of that new one. It's like beefy as shit, and it thing is they just really, the 13s for the LD 13s. They they put that extra tubing behind it, and yeah, they they definitely stepped the games up on their. Were frame. they having problems? Was that a necessity? I think yeah. because a lot a lot of the guys are starting to push with compacts instead of skids, skid so they, the the frames weren't holding up as good. So yeah, which you can I, you can rebuild and just buy buy the frame, which I've done. We've done quite a few because they started to bow after so many years. So. Yeah, we just leave them bowed. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> but that is, I mean, bad. there's something to be said for that uh, with the Arctic. The Arctic is never dead. Once you purchase it, you can fix anything that happens to that. Basically, bolt on. You know, anything you break on an I'm Arctic, you can it. fix. Like in the grand scheme, like if you start breaking blocks, it can like scare someone away. Be like, holy crap, these are super expensive to maintain because one, one plow section's four blocks, right? And now a block isn't, you know, 20, 30 bucks, you know, and I think they're like 80 to 90. And then if you want to get bigger, you're talking 100, 150. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking they're up there. per section, you know, if you're replacing all four. Um, and so that can scare people away. But the concept of like, I mean, like I said, ours are from 2010, 2012, and we're still running them. Yes, I do have bowed frames. Not terrible enough to affect, you know, why I, I wouldn't send it out to a property. Um, I do have a dead pile of some that are just, you know, we're in the process of either rebuilding or we part them out. Hey, okay, this sure was a broken section or a broken side and, and you move them on. But yeah, they're a hundred percent rebuildable, which is just, it keeps them going where I can't say the same. If you were to go buy a boss plow, if you're to go buy. No, once that's bent, plow, it's bent. Once it's like, we have a, we have a, uh, a live box for uh, one of our Dusons or a 14 foot LD or HD, I think they call them. And, you know, just because of the way the plows were stacked over summer, like, it's all dented on the top. Now it's cosmetic, doesn't affect the plow, but it's like, that's never coming out. I'm never getting that dent out of mm -hmm. that. Or an Arctic, 
you could stack them on the you know independent section, and if it gets so fucked up, you just take that one. Oh god, my language. It's all good. Take that one off and put a new one on, and and your plow's back to looking brand new. Gotcha. Well, that's yeah. I mean, it it definitely is a nice thing where that's not the case with a lot of the plows out there. You you mess up a plow out there, a lot of the times you're out of the game. You know, the Arctic is completely rebuildable. Is the is the metal plus rebuildable? Like I, I I'm not even. That's one piece construction on that moldboard, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. If you tweak any part of that, like we had, uh, we we built a custom shoes on for ours last year with uh, just because we were sick of the sides wearing down so fast and they're super expensive. So we custom welded some with some curb guards to try them out. And on the last plow of the season, one of our lots had a massive pothole and it got. St- caught in it and tweaked the whole side of our our, our metal plus wing um and i mean it took a, a week basically to get it back and put back together but it's it's no it's now got the heat up lines you know the paint's gone you know and here's a plow that's a year old <laughs> so and twenty thousand dollars hmm. all right well i mean that's that's all good stuff i i think guys can take a lot from that depending on where they're at with their business what their budget is nobody again nobody's used the bosses for the skid steers or the western pile drivers for the skid steers we can't speak on them uh gomez he has a bunch of those boss plows yeah he does yeah all right well weeding them out and going to all metal plus yeah Yeah. we will ask him because i mean shit the gomez equipment session you know with jeremy that that's probably going to be an episode to itself (laughs) (laughs) yeah shit man what you want to talk truck plows i mean i don't think any of us are really plowing with truck plows but uh you know as far as versatility and stuff what uh what are we thinking blade what Aren't they all kind of the same thing? There's nothing really that like makes them different. Well, I mean, I think the I think the Razorback from Arctic. I think that's yeah. a game changer. That's so game I think changer. you're I think you're going to start seeing yeah. other companies trying to do something like that. Because uh, honestly, because they're going to have to. If I'm going if I'm going south to plow snow, I'm going to stop in Chicago and get a Razorback when I go again. Now so. the thing I'm curious about, and this is uh, honestly, this is just me and my opinion. I'm curious to that is a heavy, heavy plow. Yeah. Like it's really heavy on the front end. So I wanna I wanna see how it holds up, you know, what it does to the trucks over a couple of years, what it does to your suspension. I'm curious why you couldn't eliminate the sides. Obviously the sides help it and make it awesome, but why couldn't you just do a straight blade with the same sectional design? You could. For, for the truck guy, save on the weight on the side. I, again, I get why it's there, but it's just like there's an easy concept there, just to remove the wings, do a straight plow. That's a everyone uses straight plows. I want the wings so I can actually do something. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I think that's the whole purpose of it to to have the wings. I mean, that's or like even like the snow power. I mean, that's the front the snow power too is the same thing. You know, you get you get like a box blade. You can make your pickup into a compact loader <laughs> or a skid. You know, you can actually yeah, that's all. carry some snow with you. That'd be yeah, like the box. snow power is basically a push box, right? For a truck. Yeah. That's... I would definitely take, I would take those down south of me too. Because you can actually feel like you're doing something. Because, I mean, I'd be curious to how like 13 Walmarts or Depots. It took a while. <laughs> their own mount for them. Obviously I, I have a believe, I believe it's in the pipeline to have their own. Oh, Arctic. Yeah. But yeah, obviously it was easier to modify sure. existing. And uh, I mean, the price point on those is a little steep, isn't it? Or it's reasonable. I don't remember, honestly. I thought it was pretty, it wasn't. Okay, so obviously you have to buy a plow. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then build the plow. So I guess, yeah. But you have to buy the plow for whatever, 10, 11. And then you have to also already have the mount, which I just had the mount put on my truck without the frame. And it cost me like, I think, three grand (laughs) to do that. So, I mean, it's not cheap. I thought like people were saying like all in like 15. Like well, that, I mean, guy, there's a guy in our and on our one of our local pages that talks about it all the time. But I thought, thought he said it wasn't bad. It's between like twelve and fifteen thousand. So that's basically double the price of a for me like a Western MVP three uh, stainless uh, or a Western wideout. Because I want to say the MVP three is I, the one I just put on the the pickup the eight six was stainless was 8400 8300 for that plow somewhere in that range and uh wide out is i think 1500 more than that so i thought our wide outs were like 10 yeah i want to say yeah i want to say it's it's around 10 for the wide out so i mean you're you're an extra five grand you know for that and do you need a counterweight kit somebody told me if you don't have a salt spreader in the back you, you gotta have a 400 or 500 pound counterweight on the rear end I don't know if that's true. I haven't heard. Um, when we were at the Arctic facility, they didn't have anything on the back of their Chevy. Was it a 2500? 2500, yeah. Um, right. and, then, and then when they were plowing here in Minnesota last year, I know Lucas had one on a 550 and a 350. F Ford F350, F550. And I think there was there one more. It was three of them here. Yeah, there were three of them. I, I, think um, I don't know what the third one John, was on. I think John was on a 2500. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, maybe they had them all on different kind of classes of truck. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that. I think they're pretty beefy as far as weight, though. I think they're over a thousand pounds just for the blade. They're heavy, but when you look at them, they're yeah, they're they're pretty sweet. They they don't. Yeah. Look, oh, they, I mean, they're it's they awesome. They don't look heavy in person. They no. they did a lot of different things between the Arctic plow and the truck plow, uh, just with like the manufacturing yeah. side yeah. to cut on so, weight. If you're a one truck, you know, startup basically, and you want to be able to deliver Arctic quality scrapes and you're buying one plow, you know, that might be a way to go. Just, we can't really speak to what it, you know, could possibly affect on your front end over time. But I mean, any plow is going to fuck up your front end. So, I mean, it's six of one half dozen of the other. Are you doing residential? You know, are you doing driveways? Exactly. No, I think more, I think that's more for commercial. Like if they're looking to do commercial lots with a pickup truck, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to hear Mitchell have four of them, you know, by next year. He'll, he'll outfit all his trucks with those. <sighs> Come on. You know, you're going to buy them, Mitch. We have the Fisher XLSs right now. Just like the same thing as the wide out, just stainless. And it's, you just don't, you like those, right? Yeah, we just don't plow with trucks, but I like that. That Razorback is badass though. The fact just this, the scrape for me is what does it, whether it's a straight blade or scoop, scoop plow. That scrape is badass. So, yeah, it is. It'd be cool. It definitely is. That, uh, looking for it. What was that? What's Go that, ahead. Jay? Sorry, Mitch. No, I was just going to say for the price point, though, for me, it's like a good, good kick in the nuts for a truck that gets used <laughs> yeah. like 20 yeah. minutes of storm. Yeah, because you don't do truck plows. No, my guys yeah, don't, don't really do clock in. I mean, we don't bill out anything for truck clauses. It's on their salters. They're doing like quick cleanup. It just, yeah, for me, it's pretty much overhead. So, yeah. yeah. Same what thing. you got, Jay? What I was just saying, anybody's looking for any, I guess I got a bunch of Boss V plows. I think I'm going to sell a few of them. So, oh, yeah? yeah. What are you going to? Probably get a couple more snow powers. Really? Yeah. Going to make the switch? 
No, just for now, a couple. Just the snow powers, since you brought them up. The snow powers are great. You just can't angle them, correct? The wings do. I mean, it'll The it'll wings, snow. but the yeah. actual mold board, the blade, mold that's board not an angle. doesn't angle, but you don't gotcha. really need them. It'll still slide off on you, so I don't know. Okay. So. And you like that. You Didn't you demo one? Yeah, we got one, yeah. So, okay. Do you like it? Like I said, we don't plow a lot with it, but it's more or less for touch-ups and, you know, so you don't have to chase your tailings all day long with the okay. and actually get something done and move on. So, I don't know. It's my, my Mitchell, you know what? Since you have fishers, maybe you can answer this for me. Have you ever used the Western, the Ultra Mount? You ever hooked up a Western with their mounting system? I'm not, no. Like, it's always confused me. The Western Ultra Mount has got to be the simplest mount to hook up a plow to like literally my kid does it he has no problems the the fisher now made by the same company mind you douglas dynamics makes them all the fisher is a much more complicated hookup of a plow you got to be just right with those two little tabs that go in and drop the pin why like why would the same company have two different mount systems when one is so simple and the other one is like, okay, you know what? We made a real simple one. Let's just try and overcomplicate the fuck out of it. Yeah, let's blow. At least it's not a boss mount. Yeah, I don't know. They're kind of like. See, a, Jeremy likes the boss mounts, yeah. though. See, I, no, I guess it's all. I like the boss. Too. No, no, the, the boss, the electrical, is the worst. Oh, that's, I mean, the those worst. Little that's how they make all their money. Just yeah. <laughs> Why don't you the, just make a fucking 14 pin, just pop it together, just simple, but no, let's put fucking little tabs that get off a. Corvette like corroded. You have to fill the thing with fucking. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you it. why. Show me the money. Yeah, that's I fucking hate that. Bosses <laughs> that come up with a better electrical. Cause, I, mean, I can't <laughs> believe they haven't changed it over the it's years. Horrible. I mean, horrible. It's, it's like it's I like hate it. it's the same thing as the nineties. Hey, man. Thirty years unimpeded by progress. The most frustrating hookup ever. Like, yeah, the plow hooks up super easy, super great, and then you get in there to get everything going. You're like, yeah. You got a few guys sitting on the ground, like going like this. You got little screwdrivers. You got anything you do. Oh, that one might be off. Just a cunt hair. That one looks bent. (laughs) Yep. Dude, the only the only thing I could say bad about Western with that is the last two plows we've bought are you know obviously a year uh, a year and brand new now. They've it's almost they like they've changed the plastic compound on the connections. That they, the male and female used to go together no matter what the temperature, what the problem. But I don't know if they changed the thickness of, of the rubber or they changed the uh, the composition of it. But now in cold temperatures, you cannot seat them because they shrink, they like shrinky dink on you where they, they don't stay, they don't hold their shape, the mold shape. So the, the, the lips, pronoun. what's that, Jay? Yeah. How about the pronouns of male yeah, and female? I have, I have the same problem when it's cold. Yeah. So, yeah, but it doesn't happen on our older ones. It only happens on the newer ones, so I, I don't know if they've changed something, but that's my only bitch with the uh, with the electrical hookups on the westerns. Right, so boss is bad electrically. You don't like the boss sure. electrics. It's, it's so frustrating, right. especially because it's always, it's always in the storm, oh. and you're yeah, you're just <laughs> everything <laughs> looks perfect. Everything looks perfect. This won't go. <laughs> yeah. And the, the fishers, if they're not perfectly level or you didn't set your jack right, you're pretty much going to blow your back out trying to lift the plow onto your truck. So, yeah. 
Put Boston. Yeah, that, that's, put Boston they got that one tripod jack, and I, I don't. Yeah, let it. me just buy it that design and then um, pay for some asphalt so I have a flat surface to put it on when I take it off because that's yeah. about what you need to do. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't feel like the kickstands work on any truck now, no, though. No. Like, they're, like they're completely useless. No. That's why I like Boss. Yeah, yeah. Just... yeah. <laughs> oh, the Western ones. The Western ones are good. You don't have to be at the right angle. The only thing I've noticed is if a guy has a spreader and it's loaded, and he took the plow off when it when the truck was empty and unloaded, they will not line up real good. You gotta you gotta do some muscle work. To uh, get the, the get the frame where you need it to be, but that's the only drawback. But uh, right. yeah, I mean, truck plows are truck plows. A lot of guys, we're probably not the best guys to be speaking about them. No. But what would your recommendation be for a guy just starting out? You know, we'll go you know around everywhere. Josh, what do you what do you think? I mean, I got boss plows. I I think if you're gonna at least up in our area, you pretty much have to go to the boss plows. There's no other dealer up here. So, um, so you don't have any Western, any Fisher general no, dynamics stuff out there. No, no, it's all huh. boss. Boss I, only. I, okay. Yeah. So up here, that's what you're stuck with. And I mean, we've had good luck with them. We don't run a lot of plows either. Uh, same as everybody else on uh, here, but yeah, um, for me, it'd be a boss. So, okay. Boss with the electrical issues. Yeah. Got it. All right. yeah. What about you, Jay? Compact loader. <laughs> For a guy just starting out, maybe he's got a truck and uh, he just needs a plow for it. What would you recommend? Because I mean, I think they're all basically the same. Oh, Glacier will take care of it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be Boss around here because that's like butts. That's seven. what you're stuck with. Yeah. What mean, about you, Brandon? Boss makes a great plow. It's, they do. No, they make a great plow. But like you said, like electrical like bullshit. Your electrical. <laughs> Update that. You know, I like to punch them in the fucking face. I just fucking. <laughs> oh man. I'm what about you, Brandon? I love, I love my boss V plow. I hate the electrical of it, and my, so I switched over to the Snow X. Uh, uh, what is it? The whiteout or the sides? Yeah. Out. And <laughs> doesn't scrape as nice, but as the boss doesn't scrape as good as the boss. In my yeah, I didn't. Okay. Opinion, it doesn't. But the the, the bo- our, at least the boss V plow that we had was so heavy. I mean, it just it scrapes super nice. Gotcha. And I. I think cost-wise, the snow is a little more cost-effective, mm-hmm. and so I would the the the, the hookup's a little bit easier because um, if it doesn't work, all you have to do is grab two zip ties and zip it really tight, and then it sends <laughs> the electrical in, and you're good to go. That's great, <laughs> man. All right, uh, what about you, Mitchell? We like our uh, Fisher plows. You like the Fisher? Once again, though, dealer. It's the only dealer we have. I'm not driving it. Really? Get parts. They they sell Boss too, I guess. But we started with Fishers, had them. They support them. Anything breaks, they warranty it. And we have a Douglas Dynamics like a warehouse or a parts area um, in Mankato where Dustin's at. So it just makes sense for us. Makes sense. Okay. I, I told cool. Craig, give me a Hilltip Vipa. I'll put it on my truck. But I haven't seen. I that just yet. saw that the other day <laughs> that Hilltip's doing that or not doing it. They've always had them, I guess, in Europe, but. Are they coming here, Jay, or no? I don't know. I haven't heard. I've heard That's yet. a good question for Craig, because I, I did see their European uh, video the other day with that. What was it a Unimog? Yeah, no, it was. Well, I think they had that, and they had it on one of their little pickups over there too, or whatever. So I don't know. Gotcha. Might be good on my little half gun. <laughs> there you go. There, you, I I could see you driving that little Unimog around. I would. 
Oh, All right, let's man. get the sidewalk machines. I honestly, I think we'll just have to have these guys back and do another one because we still have sidewalk machines, V box spreaders. We got a, we got probably forty five minutes more to oh, talk about. You need to talk about tractors. That. That's what I'm saying. Like we got a lot more to do, so let's just uh, we'll cut it here and uh, we'll have the the same crew back on. We'll do another yeah. one. Maybe next week we'll finish it up. Well, we got to do a word from our sponsors yet, too. We do. We do. We can do that right now. So we'll be back in 45, guys. Make your business more profitable with Hilltip spreaders and sprayers equipped with our H-Track two-way GPRS tracking and control system. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. Take on winter's worst awesome. with the world's best. Hilltip. <laughs> Guys, if you followed the show lately, you've heard us mention the Plowright snow stakes. Well, now that I've tried them, I have to say I'm a huge fan. Installing traditional snow stakes is time-consuming, expensive, and if you're using fiberglass, just downright dangerous due to the splinters. That's where the Plowright marking stake system comes in. Their patented installation tool can install up to 450 stakes per hour. The stakes are made of hollow polypropylene, which will not crack, break, or splinter. They have three different size options from 26 to 46 inches. Come in five standard colors, orange, green, blue, red, and hot pink. Best of all, everything is 100% made in the USA. Log on to plow-right.com and order yours today. Be sure to use the promo code SNOWJOBS at checkout to save 10% off your order. All right, guys, we're back. Thank you to Hilltip again, and thank you to Plowright. Glad to have both of them aboard. I will say this. A couple guys had uh, the Plowright uh, steak that was, like, wilting, I guess. and. Oh, yeah. uh I, got a like, I called Plow right up and said, hey, this is what I'm hearing. The guy's like, we'll take care of him. Tell him to call in. We'll take care of it. No problem. So very responsive. Got to give him props. You should have seen the house uh, where I got a bunch of Plow rights at. Yeah. At a, when we got that ice storm. Yeah. They're oh. all just fucking you'd over. The whole thing. But they oh, all came of back. the ice. Oh, yeah. But they all came back. They all popped right back. <laughs> so post some pictures of that. Wow. I, I got a yeah, I can go. I think it was was it Jacob's brothers out by you, or at least in the Dakotas, he had the picture where like, yeah, it was like an inch of ice. Here was the, yeah. the stake in the ground and an inch of ice going down. How do you can see that? Oh jeez. Um, yeah, they came out there. The whole parking lot was like that. They're all like tipped over in the parking lot. They all they all came back. That's great. Well, at least they came back. And like I said, Plowright was very uh very receptive and very uh proactive. Once I said that a couple guys were having issues, but anyway, guys, anything else? Well, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll cut this here and we'll, we'll get you back on the same crew maybe next week and we'll uh, finish it up. What do you think? Can you come back, Mitchell? Come back to Far- I don't, next Saturday, Saturday we're all supposed to no. <laughs> What's come that? back to Fargo or where? No, well, yeah, come back good. on the, on oh, the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> hey, Mitchell, did you, did you try the new, uh, Broom last night. Oh yeah! Did you get the top secret? Phenomenal. Yeah. First time a John Deere broom hasn't broke, or it's not a John Deere broom. Oh, right here. oh so that's a win John already. Oh, it's not a John Deere broom. Ten out, ten out of ten. No, it, that that new broom badass. Yeah. Did you get some video? I did. Yep, we had our media guy on it all night. So. Uh, I want to see that. Yeah. You know why it didn't break? Because you didn't paint it with the heavy duty green paint. That's oh, you, you, you nailed it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. As soon as you spray on that, Putsy, Putsy, how many are you run on those new? I got boots? ten of them right now. So, yeah. Well, tell everybody about the broom. Can you tell? Yeah, Putsy. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, it's still still top secreto. Muy secreto situation. Oh, it's not top secret anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, we'll talk about when we get on with the sidewalk stuff next show. Well, yeah. putts, when you're ready, uh, we'll we'll have you on to do a product profile. Let you tell everybody all about it. Yeah, yeah. There you oh. go. I mean, if it impresses Mitch, I mean, holy shit, <laughs> that is <laughs> true. Speechless. Speechless. Yeah, phenomenal. That was well. I mean, Jeremy, if if I'm not mistaken, that was the video you sent me of uh, how far the snow was getting thrown by the broom last year. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's not a snowblower. That was that was that was a prototype. Like holy crap, as well, is it? Yeah, I mean they throw them pretty good. So yeah, yeah. the next thing. Don't I mean we haven't we haven't knock on wood we haven't broke one yet. So I when you're ready to talk publicly about it, you let us know and uh, we'll have Jan tell the world about it. Yeah, we'll we'll start making some sales. (laughs) That's it, and then you can be a sponsor of the show as well. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I see all this work. I see all this. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Oh man. All right, gang. Well, listen, thank you boys for coming on, joining Jeremy and I. We always uh, love having you. It's always a great conversation. That was a lot of great information. So, you know, we thank you. And like I said, we'll uh, we'll try and hook up again this week and uh, lay down the rest of it because we still, like I said, sidewalk machines, tractors, and V-box spreaders. And I am not the guy for tractors. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say because there, there might be a tractor in my future, actually. All right. So anybody got anything else before we go? Happy thanks New Year. for having us. Yeah, thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, thank you for coming. And uh, everybody out there, that's going to do it. It's going to be a wrap for episode 48. So Jeremy and I, as always, want to thank the boys for coming on and joining us. You know, they got a lot of experience and, uh, you know, can possibly save you a lot of money pointing you in the right direction with what they said. All right. So we hope uh, what the at least some of what we all said help some of you guys out there make your decisions and hopefully save everybody money and put you in the right equipment. That's right for you. Uh, everybody out there, 2023 is over. All right. So have a happy new year, health and happiness to your families. We hope you guys all kill it in 2024. We are going to see everybody next week and, uh, that's it. Keep pushing. Happy new year. 